Hi everyone, welcome to Socialize TV. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a channel where we will be discussing many different topics. This commentary is based on my opinion only. Nothing should be taken as fact or personal. Stay tuned in and let's get started with today's video. Hello everyone, good morning, afternoon, and evening to you, wherever you may be. This is another episode of Socialize TV. I was on Facebook quite often this week while I'm still kind of recovering from being sick. And I've been noticing very interesting statuses and posts being put up on Facebook and different conversations that are happening amongst my friends and the people that I know. And what seems to be a common trend happening is that you have people where they're just trying to figure out why all of a sudden their ex is hitting them up out of nowhere. And it happened to me this week, which was so funny because particularly who it was, I'm just like, I haven't talked to you in almost a year. Like, what is it that you want? But I'll get into that later. The thing is, is that when it comes to dating, and I'm not sure if you've paid attention to this, but there are trends that happen with social dating and romantic dating. It, it is something predictable about it. And the thing about it is that when you realize what tends to happen at what time of the year, you'll be able to, I personally feel, navigate it a little bit better. And one theory that I've always had, I'm not sure if there's statistical evidence to enforce this or to justify it or to validate it rather, that's a better word. It seems to me that around the time of the year when it's the warmest weather, which tends to be the spring and summer, is where you have the peak activity for dating. Meaning you have people going out on dates, you have people going on vacations, you have people spending more time together and being more intimate. There's just a freedom about being more social and just being out there and really exploring and getting to know people. 
which I don't think is inherently a bad thing. It's just that what tends to happen is that you find yourself with a little bit more free time and a little bit of availability and you want to get yourself out of the house. You want to get yourself more social. And so you'll be hanging out with your friends and going to all these different places and somewhere along the way you'll strike up a conversation with somebody. And then the conversation turns into texting and the texting turns into planning. Then you go on a few dates and then when you look for the next four to six months, you may think you're in a relationship. And the reason why I say that is because more often than not, one person is going to have a different idea about what is going on than the other person. On the one hand, you may think that you're in a full-fledged relationship and it's just like in its preliminary stages, it's in its probationary stages, and so you're just like kind of going with the flow and being really easy going about it. Meanwhile, the person that you're in a relationship with is seeing a whole bunch of other people. You're not even special. And you have no idea. And until you have that conversation with them or you just simply catch them doing something that you don't necessarily like and you confront them about it, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is usually, oh, I never said we were in a relationship or I never said we were exclusive. I'm not ready for a relationship. This is what you typically will hear. Yet somehow it was okay to waste your time for three to six months uninhibited. But that was okay. It's stuff like that I don't like. And the thing about it is that I'm a big proponent of give people their choice. If they want to be in a situationship with you, let them tell you that that's what they want to get themselves involved with. Don't try to present the situation as one way. They interpret it the way that you present it and you get mad at them for believing it and want to say that that was, was a falsehood. My thing is, is that you can't get upset at somebody who is angry at you for blatantly lying to them because that's what people do. And I found myself in that situation almost all the time. And I'm just like, what's the point of dates? What's the point of chatting? What is the point of getting attached? What's the point of feelings? What is the point? If all a person is gonna do is to lie to you straight to your face and make you look stupid, it's like, I don't even wanna deal with anybody. I don't want anybody coming my way. I don't want to answer a single message or a DM. I don't want to hear nothing you have to say. It gets to that point because you get tired of wasting your time. You get tired of allowing yourself to think of a person as a worthy investment. You get sick of it. You really truly do. And you have individuals who take that very lightly. They think it's a game. They think it's, you know, just fun to, you know, just lollygag and, and just don't take anything seriously you have to take life seriously you only get one shot to do this that I, I mean that's that's just how it is you only get one shot at this and you have people who like myself were just like you know what i want to give this my best foot forward because 
I have an idea of the type of person that I want to be with, but I don't know what they're going to look like. I have no idea. And so I don't want to hinder myself from what I'm looking for by being super picky or involving myself with the wrong person because that just keeps me further and further away from what I want. And it's nothing wrong with feeling like that. The people who try to make you feel like it's something wrong are the very people that I'm talking about. These are the very people who like to go out there and waste people's time and like to string people along and play with their emotions because that's just what they do. They don't really have a respect for themselves, which is why they don't respect other people. Common courtesy and respect just goes such a long way. And if it's not given from the jump, that relationship isn't going to have a chance. It just isn't. And too many of us try to turn a fling or a one-night stand or a situationship into something that it's not. It wasn't meant to be, you know, more than what it was. And, And I know that's a hard reality to accept, but I've been in revolving door situations and relationships with certain guys, especially the last like three or four in my life. And I just was like, you know what? This has got to stop. I'm not getting any younger. These guys that I'm dealing with are not getting any younger. They're about to be in their their early to mid thirties, possibly even their late thirties. They should be looking for a wife by now. And I should be thinking about settling down with someone in the future. We shouldn't be doing this childish playing around. But that's what would tend to happen. And the thing is, is that at some point you have to say to yourself, what is it that I really want? And you're entitled to do what you want. If you want to have flings, if you just want to be easygoing, do that. But let the person know what's up. Don't try to package it and present yourself as somebody who is going to devote all of your time and energy to that person if you know that's not going to be the case. What? Why are you wasting your old timeline? You're going to get to a place where you're going to have so many lives that you're trying to keep up with to the point where it's just going to all collapse on you and you're going to get caught. And what are you going to say? You're going to have your foot in your mouth. So it's like, all of that can just be avoided. It, it really can. And I suggest that people avoid it and avoid people who do this because it, it's it's a common blueprint. You know, it's nothing original really about dating. And that's the unfortunate thing. It's nothing unique. It's nothing, you, nothing special about it. And it all just kind of seems the same. It all just seems like deja vu all over again, no matter who it is you're with. And for me, I think that's problematic. You know, it, it takes the joy out of dating and meeting someone new and just having a new experience, but it just gets ruined by all the games. It just gets ruined. And so, all, after all of that digression, I want to get back to what this episode is about as far as my theories or why your ex comes back. The first thing I want to say is that I don't really want to phrase this as a gendered conversation. I think that this can apply to anybody who's just been in a situation like this. So it really isn't exactly just for women or just for men. I think it can work for both. But just 
take what's applicable and discard the rest. Everybody's situation is different. But these are what I think are some general reasons as to why your exes come back. Like I said, everyone's situations are different. And sometimes there are other factors that play into why that ex decided to come back and what happened when they did and all those other things. So it's it's different, you know, for, for every everybody. But again, these are some of the reasons why I think that your exes come back. The first one, and I think it's to me the most important one and the most honest one, is that most of the time when your ex is hitting you back up again, it's simply because they're bored. They don't have anything else going on for them. They're doing the same thing that they've always done. It's nothing unique. And this is the this is usually the most predictable ex. This is the most habitual ex where it's like their routine. You almost expect it at a certain point that it happened because it happened so much. And it's frustrating. But here's the thing we gotta be honest about. Be that as it may, that you have that ex who always tends to come back on a routine basis, you need to ask yourself, why do you keep entertaining them? And the thing about it is that some people will be like, oh, I, I just like to be petty, which I find myself in that situation many times, so I can relate. And then you have some people where it's like, well, hey, I'm bored too. So that makes two of us. That's not a good enough excuse. It's not a good enough excuse. The thing about it is that this ex, the bored ex, they may really have at some point cared about you. I'm not saying that everybody that you've ever been in a relationship with never cared about you. not saying that. But what I am saying is that you have to have a reality check about what happened. Most people have a way of playing with your emotions in such a way where they actually have you denying certain important realities about that relationship. Again, you have some exes, they hit you up like you're a friend they lost contact with along the way. Like y'all went to high school together, y'all graduated, and that was the last they seen of you. That's how they treat the situation. But it's like, no, we were in a whole relationship. We had whole problems. You know, we had whole arguments. You know, why, why are you acting like none of that ever happened? We called each other all kinds of names. Lots of cheating was done. Lots of lying was done. Feelings were hurt. And then you hit me up with a, hey, what's up? How you been? Not thinking about you. Not wanting you. Not caring about you. And the thing is, is that the other thing about the bored ex is that they have nothing to offer you. They are literally there just wasting time. And I've been in situations where I didn't have anything going on. I was bored myself and depending on who the ex was, I entertained it. I'm like, whatever. Like, what? It's not going to be any different than it always was. I kind of know what I'm dealing with. 
An example of this was an ex that I had named Kay. I had a story time about him that I posted on the podcast and how just over a three-year span of just nonsenses took place. And it seemed like every time we got together, it was always the same kind of issue. And at some point I had to say, why do you keep going back to him? And to be honest, one of the reasons was because I liked the sexual intimacy. I'm just going to be honest. He was one of the few people that I enjoyed sex with the most. But at some point I had to realize that's not a good enough reason to involve yourself with a person who you used to be involved with, especially if that's the only reason. They're having multiple sexual partners like you. So you can't, you know, for the risk factor that's involved, have that be the reason you keep going back. Especially if nothing else of substance held that relationship together. And it did. We never got serious. At one point, at many, actually many different points, I thought we were, but it never happened. It never happened. It always ended up with us being intimate and then he just dropping the ball. That's that's what just always would happen. And I realized that I kept going into that situation after a certain point because nothing was changing. And that's what the board X will do. When they don't have nothing else going on, they will hit you up. They will hit you up with no problem. And the thing is, unfortunately, if they know you really love them, you're going to be the first person who is going to get all the problems. And what's crazy is that if you do decide to, to hang out with them and spend time with them, they're going to keep you informed of all that has happened since the last time y'all been together. They're going to talk about their exes. They're going to talk about all different kinds of things. So you are going to know. They are going to volunteer that information. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't care. You know, don't entertain the bored ex, especially if you're bored too. Find something else to do. There's so many other things to do. It's not worth the energy and the effort. It just isn't. The other reason that your ex may hit you up is because they're in between flings. They're in between boyfriends, they're in between girlfriends, and they just need somebody to occupy their time before they find the next person. These are some of the ruthless exes because, I I mean, they have zero intention on being invested in you. Zero. They, They just need something temporary to get them over to the next person. And it's going to happen really quickly because what's going to happen is depending on how it's convenient for them and how available you make yourself will determine how fast it happens. There have been so many situations where you you have exes, they come back, you go on a date with them, and you may go on a second date or maybe even a third. And then when you look, just as quickly as they started texting you, they stopped. All of a sudden, they aren't available. You may even find yourself blocked for absolutely no reason. And that's because they just wanted to use you. That was it. And those are the exes you really need to stay away from. Especially if you know their habits. 
and whether they are sexually fluid or deviant, that'll give you an indication like, oh, they, they're just sleeping around or they're, they're just trying to do, you know, whatever it is they want in the meantime. These are also, now that I'm thinking about it, the other group of people that fall into this category of being in between are people who are actually in relationships with other people but it's complicated they're having problems with that person and so they want to go back to you because they know that you're going to be available and while they're dealing with issues at home you can be their escape and I, I've had that situation happen with me and Sawyer which is another story time that I've told on this podcast where we we were friends, we were being cozy, we were hanging out we were just doing all the things that new couples would seemingly do for three months a lot happened in three months and all that time really the whole time really at no point did he not have a girlfriend he was dealing with this girl the whole time and I didn't know the whole time and it was ridiculous do you know what else I could have been doing for three months a lot I could have been by myself or I could have just met somebody else who knows what would have happened but that's a long time and so we had people where it's like they want you to feel so sorry for them like oh you know I'm in this crappy situation with this person and blah 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 and all you gotta think to yourself is well, why don't you just leave what are you telling me for what do you want me to do about it it's like you're the one that's choosing to stay with them if they're such a horrible person why are you with them they can't be that bad you have to be realistic people will tell you anything and so the it's complicated or I'm, you know, I'm having a hard time at home. Stop dealing with those people too. Stop dealing with those people as well. You know, again, they are wasting your time. You could be with someone that don't have all that extra attachment or all that irresponsibility going on. You know, and it's like, do yourself a favor and don't involve yourself it, it just saves a lot of stress I kind of already touched on this one but a third reason why an ex may come back is because they want a sexual partner but not to be attached to you again or reestablish the relationship again they just want to flame they just like the sex and some people would think that that's a compliment to them but let me just be honest and candid about this for a second and I'm not trying to make this explicit but I'm just being honest many of us most of us are having the most mediocre sex life the most subpar sex life there is to have and the reason I say this is because this is the kind of sex life that just lacks so much intimacy it lacks so much spiritual connection to the point where it's like having two empty shells just coming together no pun intended the thing is is that 
you have people who will gas you up and say anything, make you feel important, anything to make you just keep coming back. You know, you have guys where it is such an ego stroke for them to have girls tell them, you know, they like their size and they like being intimate with them and blah, blah, blah. When they're having sex with guys that are no different from them, but they just say it because it's just a thing to say. You have guys who tell girls about how much they like the feel of their womanhood in their nether regions and all this other kind of thing, but they have sex with literally every woman that comes their way, regardless of how she looks. There's nothing selective or special about the sexual partners that most people tend to pick. And you can't let that make you feel special like, oh, he may sleep with all these other girls, but he always come back to me. He comes back to you because you're always the most available. That's why. Or she keeps coming back to you because it's not even actually about your size, bro. It's actually about what you have. It's about the fact that you have your own place. You don't have any roommates. You got a car. You got a good job. You spend money on her. It's not even, a, it's not even about your penis. So, I, I mean, it, it, it's really any reason that, you know, a, a person will just want to continuously have sex with you. It's like a drug. If, they, if people can get what they want every time they want it, they're going to keep going back. They're going to do everything possible to make sure that nothing cuts off their supply. But the thing is, is that like with many things that I'm going to name in this episode, lots of things are voluntary. And lots of things are voluntary because we give it up. We give up our time. We give up our money. We give up our emotions. We give up our boundaries. We do many things. All simply because we don't want to be alone or we're dealing with the same situation as they are and we're not trying to quote unquote judge. You have every right to be judgmental. You already dealt with these people. You already dealt with these people. You know what's up. Don't think that all of a sudden something's going to be different. When people show you who they are, that's who they are. There's nothing special about you that can change them. It, it is what it is. And so I just think that when people realize, like, most people, they're, they're just in situations and they're just using you to comfort them until something changes, it would make it so much easier to say no. But the other piece of that, too, is saying no and meaning it. Many of us renege and go back on our word. And, and that can really be a whole episode in and of itself but I'm speaking from experience when I get attached to somebody I get attached I do it's sometimes a lot deeper than I intended to be but it happens and there have been so many times where that emotional side gets to me and I get hateful and mean about it. I, I curse them out. I call them all kinds of names. I say I hate them. I don't want nothing to do with them. But I have turned around and taken them right back. It happens. And I can only blame myself. Because I had control of that situation. I could have said all that. Just simply because I had the free will to do it. But mean it. You know. it. 
it's no point in doing all that and not mean it. It's no point. That person isn't going to take you serious. And I know that these are really candid and straightforward things that I'm saying, but like, I'm just being real about it. You know, I, I'm not trying to say that it's your fault why it always happens because it's not. But at the same time, you play a big role in it. You do. And you have to say to yourself, why do I keep doing this? Why? The other thing, too, is that just because you're not with them doesn't mean your life is bad. Again, sometimes we need to be alone. Sometimes we need to be by ourselves. We don't have time to be putting up with the foolishness. There are other things to do. There are other things to do. And so, keep going back and forth with certain people is not going to get you anywhere. And it's going to waste so much time more than you realize. Like, there were some dudes I've wasted three years with, seven years with, seven, okay, four, one. Like, it's ridiculous. And I'm not that old. I'm only 26. So to have that much time wasted, it's like, oh my gosh. There's so many other things I could have been doing. So many other things. But, you know, you you just got to pay attention to the patterns because they're there. In the same way people can study you, you can study them as well. The information is right there. The signs are all right there. It's just that sometimes you choose to ignore them on purpose. It is what it is. Uh, the next one, the next reason, and this is more so a manipulation tactic rather than a reason, but your ex knows how to say the right thing at the right time to welcome you back. In other words, they know how to play on your emotions. It's not right. I don't condone it, but some people are just good at that. Some people use the fact that you have affection for them to their advantage. It is what it is. And most of the time, it don't always work both ways. Sometimes you just got that one where it's like, they just know, again, what to say. They may tell you all the most descriptive and nice and kind, lovely things about how much you mean to them and how much they messed up. It, it's it actually that I'm trying to describe it, it does usually come out as an apology or what seems to be an apology. Where it's like, oh, I, I wish things were different. I wish I could go back and change things or, you know, I wish you'd give me another chance. Just really play it on your emotions. And if they say and do, do enough, you'll give them another chance. But the thing is, you gotta know when it's a trick. Because most of the time, as soon as they get something from you, they're out the door. It's like it never even happened. And then you end up feeling so angry and feeling so stupid because you fell for it again. You fell for it in the relationship and now you fall for it and y'all not even together. It don't make sense. 
that's why you have to be really strong and firm in your I don't want nothing to do with you. This is the exact reason. Because they have a specific thing that they are trying to accomplish. And if you let them do it, it'll happen. And you are the only one that ends up losing in the situation every single time. It's just what happens. It is. The fifth thing is that another reason why they hit you up is because they know you're single because they keep tabs on you. Social media stalkers are a real thing. Okay? You have exes who check Facebooks and Instagrams all the time. Don't think it's not happening. It is. Many of us are guilty of doing it. I have done it a few times. Not to a point where it was obsessive in any kind of way, but sometimes curiosity did get the best of me. Or if a friend asked me about them, or if somehow I was just having a conversation with somebody and they they popped up into my mind, I'll do it. There are different reasons how and why it'll happen. But there are some people who are on next level obsess- obsession where they are always keeping track of everything that you do. And this is another reason among many why it's just not a good idea to post everything on social media because you don't know who's looking at it. And sometimes in worst case scenarios, you have your friends who are the agents for your ex. Sometimes it's your friends that be telling your ex certain information that you wouldn't have otherwise told them. And I don't know if those friends were acquired in the relationship because they were his friends first or they were mutual friends who both knew you. I don't know the situation, but sometimes that happens. And those are friends that don't have your best interest in mind either because they're not going to help your healing process. They're actually going to make it very stagnant and complicated because they haven't allowed you to sever your ties with your ex and move on. They keep bringing them up. They keep making them a part of your life and you don't want them to. That's just like you you being a recovering addict but all of your friends are addicts and they have no intention on getting help. But yet they always are trying to get you to do something for them or, or get involved in some things with them knowing good and well you try to get better. It happens. And so that's like a two-part thing. One, know that most likely your ex is stalking you or your social media. Part two to that is don't social media stalk your ex. And then the whole number two is to cut off so-called friends who won't let you move on and keep bringing up your ex. So that's how you deal with that situation. On the flip side, your ex can know that you're in a new relationship with somebody completely different, but they want to ruin it for you. These are exes that just the only goal they have is sabotage. They are not trying to do anything else. They're not trying to wish you well. They're not trying to, you know, be a good friend, but all of that. Okay, they are just trying to, to cause a rift between your new person and your new in your new relationship 
That way, they're hoping that if the two of y'all break up, you come back to them. That's what they try to do. And sometimes they go so far as to tell a lie. They get in contact with your significant other. I've heard all kinds of stories about how that can happen. But just know it's a true reality. Somehow, some way or another, your ex may know that you are in a new relationship or who that person may be. And depending on how bad they want to sabotage things will determine how far they will go. So be mindful of that. You know, don't try to cross-reference your friends in, in circles because stuff like this happens. Where it's like, you know, somebody is going to get mad and jealous. It's going to happen. And so, we got to really understand, like, who you let into your life because later on, it can cause problems. Now, there are some things you can't help. You know, certain relationships are just going to fail for whatever the reason. They just aren't going to work. But, if you make it very clear that you're not trying to deal with them again, they will eventually get the message like, you know what, I'm just going to completely move on unrelated to anything that this person got going on and, and just live my best life. And the thing is, is that what you got to understand too, is that just because you're in a new relationship doesn't mean that's a better situation. Sometimes we use getting into a new relationship with somebody else to be a distraction. Either for being alone ourselves or being the ex that we can't stand so much. It's like, you're doing the same thing. So, don't burden a new person with all this old drama and baggage that really hasn't been resolved yet. That's not fair to them. You wouldn't want it done to you. So it's like, just understand that these things can happen. You just have to be really careful careful of messy people. The last reason, and this is a situational one. The last reason why your ex may come into the picture is because they need some type of financial help from you. For one thing, I feel some kind of way about a guy being so comfortable asking a woman for money. That That's a whole other debatable topic. But it's something where your ex, again, act, acted like you had nothing to contribute to the relationship and then all of a sudden they need you. All of a sudden they need a place to stay. All of a sudden they need to borrow a couple of hundred dollars from you. And it's like, why am I somebody on your list to be asking something for? Why? I would think that you would go to your parents before you come to me. I don't have nothing to give you. I gave you everything I had when I was in a relationship with you, but you told me it was insignificant. So why that, after all this time, you need something from me? What? That's craziness to me. That's craziness. Whatever happened after we stopped being together is no longer my problem. Period. And that's the attitude you need to have. That person wanted to stop being in a relationship with you so bad, they got what they wanted. And life didn't work out the way they thought it would. And so now they feel like they can come back to you with a sob story. And you'll get all of your feelings and feel sorry for them and take pity for them. And all that's going to do is open up the door for chaos. No, thank you. You're good. You're good. It happens every time. And the thing is, around this time of the year, it seems like that's where that happens. You know, you have that ex. Where it's like they just need something from you. 
They want to be involved in your life and attached to you for something. And it may not always be about money. It just simply be because you're a nice person. They like your vibes. They like your energy. But whatever it is, it's a commodity that they feel is worth it to them to try to take from you. But they just got to convince you to give it to them voluntarily. That's the difference. If you don't take anything else from this, understand that, again, you have a lot of say in what happens between you and your ex. Sometimes you have all of the say. Sometimes the ball is completely in your court. And you have to understand that certain things won't happen if you don't allow it to. At the end of the day, you have to let relationships go. You have to let them go. You have to stop going back in the past and thinking that something is going to change. Because one thing that we've learned from time travel is that when you go back in the past to try to change something, it affects the future and it affects the present day. Try to go back in the past. Leave the past as it is. Because the past was what it was, that's why your present is what it is right now. But stop thinking that your present right now is such a bad place. One of the things that we got to understand about our present is that it is a total roll-up. It can be anything we want it to be. There are certain odds that are just not going to be in our favor because that's just how life works. But there are a lot of things that we have decision and, and dominion over to choose. And if you don't want to do certain things or if you just want to wallow in your own pity for a while okay fine whatever but just understand that people sometimes coming back into your life that cause you problems are tests sometimes it's a test to see if you really truly did move on if you really truly are healed if you really truly do want to be happy because why else would they come back it's not like you put out in the universe, oh, I want so-and-so to come back to me. It's just, it's just happens. And then what's always funny, and in my personal situation, the, the ones that I really did want things to work out with, they ain't never come back. They literally treated me like I never existed. And that's something you gotta think about, too. Like I said, there are different kinds of exes, and they fall in different categories with us. But the ones you, I mean, you really truly loved and you really truly wanted to work things out with, they moved on. They're not thinking about you. And so, why deal with another kind of ex that still doesn't want to give you what you want, but they just want to waste your time? Don't give them the time of day either. I conclude with this. I understand this is a difficult time of the year. Like I said earlier on in the beginning, you have a lot of these different trends about when people like to hook up and date. There gets to be a slowdown at some point, which is usually around the time of the year. People are stressed out about the holidays. They're alone. They're thinking about all of the things that happened this year. We're about to roll into 2020. We lost a lot of loved ones along the way. It's been a rough year. It has been a rough year. But we got to understand that at some point, 
you know we can't think that being involved with the wrong people will somehow make something better sometimes you just got to spend some time with yourself many times we have the main issue we've had as to why this year has been so hard is because we spent so much time trying to love on other people that we didn't love on ourselves the entire time we didn't invest in ourselves we didn't treat ourselves good the whole year and so now you feel bad but the thing is is that it doesn't have to be that way it doesn't have to be that way for you things are eventually going to turn around but you can't force it I'm not gonna lie being single for four years was hell. I didn't, it was nothing pleasant about that. It wasn't. I was frustrated. I got tired of wasting my time. I got tired of guys knowing good and well they liked me but didn't want to commit. I got tired of guys feeling like nothing I had to offer them was ever going to be good enough. I got sick of the nonsense. And the thing is, I was dealing with the same problem with different people. I got tired. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and think, oh, being by yourself is, is always going to be a spectacular thing. There are going to be some times where it's going to be some rough periods. It's going to be a rough couple of weeks and months. It just is. But eventually, it will turn around. Eventually. But don't force it. Because sometimes the right person will find you right where you're at and you're not even expecting it. It's like, how they see me stand out with all of this other stuff going on? They were supposed to. So just understand that things are somehow working together for the good. Even if you don't see it, it's all working together for your good. I promise. You know, like I was saying earlier, I had to ask my ex of seven ordered off years hit me back up and he's always asking me like what's going on and he missed me and this and that I just be like how? <laughs> I'm like you just be doing what you be wanting to do Why? What for what reason am I on your mind? why? and when I ask very specific and direct questions he never has a legitimate answer he just always dances around it this dude is like what? 31, 32? I met him when he was 23. Yeah, I met him when he was like 23. I'm just like, get it together. I, I'd be saying to him sometimes, I'm like, you should be married by now. Like, you should have a fiance by now. Why are you still worried about me? We were never in a relationship. I, and for some reason, I wanted things to work with him so badly. Don't ask me why, but I did. And I'm just like, a long, long, long time ago, I just, I lost respect for him. I lost respect for him as a man. I lost respect for the situation. And too many times, I kept entertaining him because specifically when he would come back is when I'm in between boyfriends or when I'm between dates. And I, I don't have nobody I, I'm, you know, chilling with. And so sometimes I'd entertain him. Most of the time I'd entertain him. And what's crazy is that it would be months at a time 
where I would hear from him. And that's how it just so easily turned into seven years. When I actually did the math, I was like, oh my God, like, that was seven years ago. So much wasted time. And, and look and, and look where we're at, you know. I'm, I'm in a relationship. I, I have a whole domestic life going on. And he's just kind of doing God knows what. It's like, you you just got to realize that some people just ain't going to change. It is what it is. But just have the strength to cut all ties. Block, block, block on everything. Delete the old text messages. Get rid of the nudes. Get rid of the videos. Stop talking to their friends. Stop going to the same places they go to because you try to run into them. Stop doing all the nonsense. For real. I'm serious. Cut it out. Move on. You won't give yourself a chance to be in a better situation if you keep going backward. You must move forward. You must move forward. I can't stress that enough. You must move forward. But uh, that concludes today's episode. Share it if it was helpful. Share it if you can relate to it. Like and subscribe to the podcast the same way as it is spelled here or all platforms. And like and follow the Facebook page so you can keep up with when new episodes are being posted. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, and I will see you in my next one. Bye-bye and so long.